0: That's power on com forward slash kickbook. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what people were using for years. I think they used
1: to make it mm-hmm. a tea out of it.
0: Right. And so they use the willow tree bark and now we extract the salicylic acid from the willow tree bark and then we take aspirin and that and then it decreases our pain, decreases our inflammation and all those different benefits that we have. But then it can lead to increased clotting times, which means you can bleed more easily and that can cause problems. And we also know that it can lead to the breakdown of the mucosal lining in your stomach. You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living podcast, where we We firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your hosts, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. Welcome Busy Mamas, we're so glad that you're taking time out of your day to join us today. We value your time and we love having a chance to just pull up a chair with you and talk about some of the things that are really important to us as Busy Moms on our journey to health and to help our families get healthy too, like we talked about in our last episode. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it where we share about a new testimonial with our daughter. It's so exciting to us. It's a game changer for sure. And today we're talking about another game changer and that has to do with baby aspirin.
1: If our podcast sounds a little bit different to you today, well, there's a reason. Remember back when you were in maybe elementary school or middle school, and the teacher on a beautiful sunny day would say, all right, everybody, grab your books. We're gonna do class outside. Well, that is what we are doing today. We have a beautiful, beautiful sunny day. I don't think there's a cloud in the sky. And we thought, you know what? Let's just go and mm-hmm. we say, hey, get outside, get some sunshine, exactly. get some grounding. So we are living what we are teaching you.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, you may hear mm-hmm. that from time to time on our podcast. You may say, oh, I hear the birds. Um, like in the last podcast, I hear the birds in the background and they must be outside enjoying the sun. That is exactly what we're doing. It is we, not a
1: sound effect. It no, is real.
0: One thing that we believe in, not just all the different things that we teach you, that when you put them together... You're going to have an amazing new life, but we believe in just building the life that you love. And we absolutely feel so much better, and we love just getting outdoors, getting that fresh air and sunshine, getting our feet in the sand and on the ground. We love it. It makes us feel great. So you're going to hear that from time to time on the podcast.
1: And out in the middle of the trees, so you may hear some of that rustling. So like Anita said earlier, we are going to talk about baby aspirin. You likely have heard from many different sources on TV, from a family member, even from a medical provider, that you should take a baby aspirin a day. Is this true? Should you? Well, first, I would like to say, if you have a doctor or other healthcare provider telling you that, absolutely, please, by all means, follow whatever your provider says. We are not there to get your history. We're not there to follow you. So whatever they tell you, follow that, but we have learned some very, very interesting things about baby aspirin. There are a lot of health benefits that come with it, but there are also
0: some potential risks. Well, yeah, and when you think about the health benefits, a lot of times you hear about cardiovascular health. Well, it helps to thin your blood, so you're less likely to get blood clots, and so that can help you to not have heart attacks, strokes. strokes. Right, things like that, but what research is showing recently is not only that you can have dramatically decreased risk of cancer by taking that baby aspirin every day. Well, then should we all be just popping a baby aspirin every day? I mean, if research is showing this, it would make you think that maybe we should start doing that. Or is there make you think that? Or
1: is there a better way? I think there is a better way. I do and too, that's, and that's what we're sharing you. <laughs> with you. So the health benefits, like Anita said, is there are cardiovascular benefits with decreasing the risk of heart attack and stroke, but there are also decreased cancer risk when taking aspirin. All right. What is aspirin? It is salicylic acid, or you'll also hear the term salicylate. Now it comes from plants. I remember first learning about it, hearing that it came from the bark of the willow tree.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's what people were using for years. I think they used to make it mm-hmm. a tea out of it. Right, and so they used the willow tree bark, and now we extract the salicylic acid from the willow tree bark, and then we take aspirin, and, that, and then it decreases our pain, decreases our inflammation, and all those different benefits that we have. But then it can lead to increased clotting times, which means you can bleed more easily, and that can cause problems. And we also know that it can lead to the breakdown of the immune system lining in your stomach.
1: In your stomach and the duodenum, which is the first part of your small intestines, which could then cause ulcers, cause bleeding, and then cause further issues. Digestive
0: issues. Absolutely. And so we find it mostly in the willow bark. That's what you think about. I've never heard that it could be anywhere else. Could it be found anywhere else, do you think?
1: It turns out it is found in other places, but it's found in most all plants.
0: Isn't that amazing? It's, it's found, found in most in all plants:
1: blackberries, white onions, green beans. I mean, there were a, a host of different ones that were on the list when we were reading about this.
0: And so then, my question: well, and my question is, then should you get a list and try to learn and memorize all the different foods you need to be eating to get your daily aspirin? You know, like if it's in Only, there, you want to be miserable, right? I mean, <laughs> who wants to do that? I don't remember what what food? I don't want to remember that. Like what food do I need to eat to get my vitamin B? What food do I need to eat to get C? What foods do I need to get eat to get this? That is not practical for a mom, a grandmother, an aunt, a busy woman. That is not practical. That's never going to work. You'll worry yourself sick and you'll never remember it all in reality.
1: It also turns out it's not really necessary. It's not
0: necessary. And so what you need to know and what the takeaway is here is that if you're an a normal individual, and for most people that might be thinking about taking a preventive aspirin, baby aspirin a day, and just popping that in, you need to remember that doesn't come without side effects. So you can develop ulcers. You can have increased bleeding times, which if you get injured, that can cause problems. And um, There are a lot of different things that there can are,
1: happen. There are certain strokes called hemorrhagic strokes, which is where there is bleeding that doesn't stop in the brain. That then causes pressure and can cause injury.
0: So the question is, if you get it in plant foods, all plant foods, then do you need to be taking the baby aspirin? So what they found is when they look at the blood levels in people who eat vegan and vegetarian, many of their blood levels actually rival the blood levels of salicylic acid in people who are taking a baby aspirin a day. So if you just eat the whole plant foods on a regular basis, you're most likely walking around with high levels of salicylic acid comparable to the person who takes baby aspirin. So then that makes you think, well, does eating whole plant foods give me ulcers? Does it cause my blood to be so thin that I could have a hemorrhagic stroke? And what the research has shown is, no, you get all the benefits of a baby aspirin without without the the side effects, without the risk. Imagine that all in something that tastes great and that makes you feel amazing. Yes, please sign me up. (laughs) So this is what we're talking about. We want you guys to understand that you can build a life that you love without worrying about all these little hacks such as, okay, I've got to have this list of all these 20 million different foods, not 20 million different foods, but okay, the top 10, the top 10 foods that are going to help me to um, have salicylic acid. Well, just eat a variety of plants and you're going to be getting that. Research shows that that's what happens. And they're common produce
1: onions, green beans, like I mentioned before, Mm -hmm. blackberries. I mean, these are all things in your produce section of your local grocery store.
0: Right. And so you don't need to just worry about, I don't need to eat this thing. I don't need to eat that thing. You need to know the things that you don't and shouldn't eat on a regular basis. There's some things that just aren't good for us. And then you've got to know how to make the recipe upgrades and replace those things with the good stuff, with the stuff that tastes great, is easy to make, and makes you feel good. You've got to know that too. But it's not just about, yeah, so I'm just saying it's not just about what you're taking out. It's what you're also putting in. And if you're putting in all those good plant foods, you're going to be getting the salicylic acid in its natural form, not pulled out, out of its big main function not function but not out of its package right Right. we want things in its whole package separate it right because what they find is surprise the way it's made in its natural package is how it works best and And without the side
1: effects it it greatly how it works and then the, the potential side effects one interesting thing that we learned that really it kind of floored me is that they said that using organic or eating organic produce was actually better for you because salicylic acid in plants is a growth regulator so that whenever it has bugs biting on it, it releases that in defense of that bug mm-hmm. trying to eat it. So really eating the organic produce can have higher levels of than salicylic conventional acid conventional because in the conventional a lot of pesticides get used to try to kill the the pests that come on it. Whereas now the organic I was going to say it doesn't have any They can use some and they're natural, but typically if they do use some, it's a lot less than what the conventional produce uses.
0: And do we think it's great to eat organic produce that has some pesticides on it? No, we don't think it's great, but the reality is that some organic produce does have some pesticides on it. So how do you know that you're probably choosing one that doesn't have pesticides or has less so that you get the higher levels of salicylic acid for your health? Well, All you need to know is choose ones that have little bug bites on them. If you go to a farm or produce stand or you're at the store and you see one that's all beautiful and perfect and doesn't have the little bug bites or you see one next to it that has a few little holes in it, buy the one with the holes. I mean, seriously, that's just you're getting better nutrients that way. And so that's one simple way to make this work. And that really seems
1: counterintuitive. I mean, it did to me. But now I'm seeing this thinking, well maybe getting that non-perfect produce really is the better way to go.
0: Right, because when, when, so we know, let's recap that. You recap that for me. So we know that the reason you wanna choose the ones that have the bug bites is.
1: Is because the plants are responding to the stress of the bugs nibbling on them by releasing the salicylic acid because it's a growth regulator. So it's trying to stimulate the plant to grow.
0: Okay, that's a great summary. So then we know that if we're choosing those types of plants, then we're getting more of the salicylic acid. And it's not just that, it's other nutrients as well. That's what research has shown, that you're going to get better nutrients in those plants. All right, so if you want to build a healthy life, the bottom line is... Get more whole plant foods. Find ways that you enjoy that are simple, that are quick for you, busy mom, that are easy to get on their table, that your kids will beg you to make again and again. That is what this is all about. Find the right cookbooks, find the right groups to get into, find the right people that can show you how to do this step-by-step and you're gonna have a winning formula. We're thrilled that we've been allowed to be a part of your journey. We love spending time with you. You, mama, have a great plan for your life And one that you can easily fulfill when your body is fueled well and you're no longer tired and stressed out, but you feel great, filled with energy, and you have to force yourself to go to sleep at night instead of dropping into bed at the first chance you get. (laughs) Trust me, I know. That's what's happened in my life and it can happen for you too. We love getting to know you more. Be sure to take a moment to drop us an email. Let us know what you'd like to hear about. What are your questions? We'll get those answered either um, on this podcast or by maybe even sending you a message back. We look forward to getting to know you more. Again, have a great day, and we will see you on the next episode of Smarter Healthy Living.